They're in like the We're recording now, so say that again. Uh, Remco van de Kamp over there. Van de Kamp. In, in, the, in the Deutschland. Oh, wait. I mean, Netherlands. I love his friend, uh, March J, when she came out. March J was around. I was like, uh, she's um, like, say my name. M-A-R-T-J-E is how she spells her name. And that, she go, March Day. And I go, March Day. She goes, no. And I'm like, I'm saying the same thing you are. You fucking oh, I can mimic sounds fairly well, not music. Fucking. Well, they, 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 got, they got that guttural thing going on. Yeah. Huzzah! And they have, the, they have that thing. Well, we don't have any of that. And then she's like, March day. And I'm like, March day. And she's like, no. I'm like, I didn't even finish. And he said, no. Okay. It's like the Predator. Yeah, so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, um, he was the steps of Scoobies on Hollywood Boulevard. And it's a hot dog place. It was good. I never liked it. I did not like their... I could never eat their food. He also loved Denny's. Let's not forget this. He too. loved Denny's. He would eat Denny's six times a fucking week. The problem with Scooby's was the grease factor. Bacon cheddar burger. Because everything they did involved three gallons of, of grease, which probably why he likes Denny's. Yeah. That was my and only was, problem with Scooby's. They're out of business he now. Could, They're he, done. He could, he could eat anything because he was literally six foot ten. And thin as a rail. Well, he's probably six six. Maybe more six six. I don't know. He was giant. He's pretty tall, but he was you know, like, that, that tall, lengthy. He was like Carl from Die Hard. <laughs> What's wrong with Denny's? Everything. Uh, everything. Everything, Frank. Their salad gave me a go to IHOP. Go to IHOP instead. Something yeah, but IHOP's not open till two. If I do this, you can see Jonathan Frake's head. Oh my God! Look at it, sir. Beyond belief, fact or fiction. Beyond belief, I still work <laughs> in the industry. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, let's do this. Uh, we haven't done one of these in a little bit here. Welcome to LIW Anthology oh, Series Review Episode 101. Beyond belief, fact or fiction, 310. Oh. You're first. You're, you're the leader. Dick, dick, get in the house, y'all. Phoenix West. Frank Lakes. Welcome, guys. Our names on the bottom here are referring to our next show that we're doing, which is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nick Cage. We Frank, you did not see it, right? You will be abruptly kicked out after this. <laughs> or you can stay around and ask us questions. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Actually, that works. It's up to it's you, like, honestly. Uh-huh. It would be good to have someone that didn't see it to be like, oh, to make it more clear. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with, with Nicolas Cage. Terrible. Title. If Rose, I thought you were going to say terrible movie. And I was like, how dare you? Okay, let's begin. So, Dick is in the lead, hence why he's over here. It's 18 to 16 to me. Down there, Frank has three. Frank has three. Well, he's only been on what, two episodes? Three. Three? Okay, I can't oh, stop Yeah, so a point in an episode. And this is including today. Why, why do I see none of you? Is your chair sinking? Who, me? Yes. Yeah, when you said three, I, I, I pulled the lever and it went... Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm going to have an all-new background soon. I might even have just stand and do this from now You've on. You've been saying new, that for a year and a half. House. It's being remodeled right now! Fuck it is. I, don't being, believe I swear to God, it's being remodeled Frank, right how now. long has he been saying that? Uh, since I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's really been like Two and a half long. years? About a year. Okay, fine. 
It's been over two. We've been doing live streams for two years. As of, well, I should mention this because it's on my schedule. I should say my schedule for next week, but I'll still say it today and just cross it off the list. 5 5 2020 was our first live stream of Anthology and Twilight Zone. Wow. So two years, and we can thank Adam to that. Yep. Because he was the one that was like, fuck it, do YouTube live. I'm like, I thought about it, but fine. He talked me into it. And here we are. Doesn't matter. Hasn't made a difference. Nope. And he's not, dead. Not one difference. The only difference is he's dead. The only difference is I created the Filthy Twilight Zone so I could show people. And Well, that you've made, that's actually the most successful thing you've ever done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's does ever. very well. I have, a ch- I have children. The most successful thing I've ever done is, is Filthy Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like, I, like I said. Yeah. Like I said. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I'm just saying. No. It's sad. Can't wait till your children hear that. Oh, they're gonna hear a lot of shit they shouldn't hear. Cause you know what happens on their like eighth birthday? Just gonna give them my feed. Here you go. Have fun with that. The, Here's an iPad and a locked door, sweetie. And you'll be you'll be buried in the ground for being dead at thirty. Yeah. Tell your tell 42. your counselor at school about this. All right, bye. I'll see you in hell. Yeah, it's just gonna be me roasting her nonstop. And when he turns eight, same thing. Yeah, but he, he's going to be, Dad, I don't like basketball, and I don't like MST3K or Ghostbusters. There's the door. Bye. He's eight years old. The basketball thing, I will understand. The MST3K thing, I, I understand if you're not into it. The Ghostbusters, though, sorry, yes. man. Everyone likes uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. He's, you're not wrong. That would be the, that would be like that, that's that's the red line that you cross that. That on. that is a homeless complaint if or, he has or one. Or else he says, "I love Ghostbusters 2016." He's like, "Those women are really funny. I don't get what what they're doing in that that." Why you are you know, such the, a ghost? As you call dad. it, the only Ghostbusters. I don't get. I don't get what they're doing in that. Bill Murray's stupid, Dad. My wife knows it bothers me so she goes bill murray's dead right all the time and i'm like ah. no <laughs> she doesn't think it rise out of me and it totally works not yet he's on his way though he it's the like oh shit. i don't know weed is keeping that man alive well he did every drug under the sun so yeah i don't know but it it's the he only thing she can good. say that bothers me <laughs> i'm like no he's not <laughs> bitch you got a you got a tiny dick huh well but, what can you bill say bill murray's dead fuck you it's bigger than bill murray's because this is a skeleton this is dead. It's it is not, ma'am. This is as big as the Vienna, as big as the Chicago sausage. You Mr. Murray has a huge hog. Yeah. Huge hog. So I, I hear. You say that all day. He's one of my few like top people I love that I would love to meet. Oh yeah. Because I don't want to meet most of my favorite people. Like Gary Oldman, what the fuck would I talk to him about? I oh, feel like he would get bored with, with me so quick. I think he'd be funny. He's funny for five I mean, minutes, he, and then you're like, he'd entertain you. He's a good guy. Yeah, but he wouldn't be any of the characters he plays. Exactly. He'd just be Gary Ullman. Yeah, which nobody really knows who that is. It's true. But if I met Denzel, I'd be like, I got nothing to say to you, man. What do I say? I loved you. I'd be like Chris Farley show. Remember that I time you were? You. That was like, awesome. What are you chewing on all the time? <laughs> it's a straw. What is in your fucking mouth? Dave ah, Grohl, can I have your yeah. gum? Yeah. <laughs> Has that gum been in your mouth for 27 years, sir? Oh, uh, he puts it in your mouth. <laughs> if It's ash. Is this from the devil? That's why you're good at everything. Dave Grohl or Bill Murray? Dave Grohl. Bill Murray's not good at everything. 
Uh, he can, he's a fantastic, dramatic actor. Did you not see the I saw the Razor's Edge? Edge. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. It's terrible. I didn't see it. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. But uh, where the Buffalo Roamer, he played. Uh, he, he Hunter played, S. Thompson. Um, Hunter S. Thompson, yeah. The fact or fiction's killing me. Can we get on that? No. Oh, shit. I thought so. Frank, we clearly have much to discuss, but you're right. Let's talk more about Remco. Let's talk about our friend that Frank never met. Yeah, bore him to tears. And we'll probably never see again. You know who oh, I miss? I, I you know who I love him. still, even though I only met him for that week he was here? Remco's dad. Yeah, that man and me became like best buddies. No, he was a good man. We would hang out together. Just he took me all over, all over the Netherlands. It was wonderful. Yeah, he was he was my tour guy. I couldn't speak a lick of English. He could. It didn't matter. He, barely. He, he, it was like he was he was fine though. We got along fine because he was just like, yeah, let's eat. You know what's funny? Hey. I had no problem communicating with the man. Yeah, he's great. It, I the, got I I felt bad though because I I gave him a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> that was my gift. I was like, oh, shit. But we all smoked them. You bought him the carton of cigarettes from Europe that has like diseased lungs on it. Well, uh, yeah, well, because I got them at the, at the, at the uh, what do you call it, the... Um, duty-free store? Duty-free store, yeah, because yeah. I, bought, I bought all my stuff there. I brought them all a bunch of gifts, and I was just like, I know they're smokers, so I'm going to buy them smoke. I got to buy them cigarettes. The man, like this, you know, Frank... You go to prison. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just like prison rules. You, cigarettes and, like, stuff you need in real life, cigarettes go Ramen. the way. Ramen, cigarettes, socks. Analyze. But yes, the, the man is from Holland, which is where they make uh, Heineken. And he had a discount because he worked out. He worked for them. So when he's out here in the States, he went we went to Ralph's together down on uh, Sunset. And he got me a shopping cart full of Heineken and paid for it all. And we went back to my apartment and just loaded up my fridge. I'm like, well, you the, are the, my, my fucking hero right now, man. This is back when the euro <laughs> was super strong and the dollar yeah. was weak. But he got so like a 70% discount. Like it was nothing. crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nuts. That was back in a twelve pack of Heineken. It was like eight bucks. Yeah. Did he give you the 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 um the mini kegs though, or that wasn't out yet? No, that was. I don't was, think that was out yet. Around yet? Okay. No, he filled those twelve packs, and he bought like the whole shopping cart. So how many could fit in there? Like ten, twelve of those. And me yeah. and Perry just were working on scripts and like outlines, and we're just drinking them all yeah. night. Oh yeah. Uh. Anyway. Frank's right. Rest, Let's get to fact or fiction here. So, rest, rest in peace, Remco's dad. Good man. Uh, Dick, you're in the lead here. Who do you want to start? What do you mean? Who do you want to describe the first one? Devil's oh, tattoo. Oh, 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 oh. You Frank. Can, you can if you want. I'm just saying. Okay, Frank. No, uh, Frank, you, you explained to us the devil's tattoo. The best episode. Which was an amazing episode. Amazing segment. So this lunatic brings his... Uh... Uh, I'll take that off. The vanilla girlfriend into a tattoo parlor makes her, forces her into getting a tattoo of the devil on her fucking neck. And uh, tattoo artists didn't want to do it because every girl that he got the tattoo on the neck disappeared, apparently. He said the previous two who got this disappeared. You don't want this tattoo. Oh, so do you want to talk about that guy's career in a minute? You can do it right now. Well, no, the, the lunatic... Uh, hold on, we're talking about the guy. This seems like a good time. Hold on, or just uh, oh fuck, I gotta find his ass again. Okay, continue, Frank. Keep going, Frank. Yeah, so um, the tattoo artist is trying to tell her to leave, and um, yeah, he comes back in after talking on the phone. 
because I guess he's in cahoots with some weirdo about getting tat- the tattoo on her neck. And then um, John Waters. Yeah, and then the 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 sixty year old. Uh, oh, he gets a page. God. He gets a page, and the devil dude. The the I called him uh, Brendan Fraser from Airheads. I was picturing him as the continuation of that storyline. And he's like, "Let's get a tattoo, babe." And then he's like, "Bloop bloop bloop." And he leaves the room, checks his pager, and he's like, six six six. And then he's like, "Did you get it done yet?" <laughs> no, no, I'm working on it. You better. Okay. Who who was that? That was the guy on the other end of the phone. That's all we hear about him. Oh, okay, I got you. And um, he comes back in, and he starts pressuring uh, the tattoo artist to do the tattoo, and then the gun starts shaking on the table and then jumps off the table and pierces him in the heart. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then he dies standing up. So It's the, like it went the, through his chest into the wall, but it didn't. It's it, like, it feels it's like, like that was... The, it's like this long. Yeah, that, don't yeah. ask, yeah. But this actor, the William Smith is the name of the actor who played the tattoo artist. He has 276 credits to his name. He was in <laughs> Maverick, Riverboat Poker Player. He's in American Me. Uh, he's in um, Conan the Barbarian. He's Conan's father. He's in a lot of stuff. He used to be a kid actor, too. So he's, he's got literally you know, hundreds of credits to his name. He's been in the business forever. He's dead now. The guy who but plays he, the devil is Shane Broly. Oh, sorry, Shane you keep Broly. still going. Well, uh, no, this guy, this guy was in Red Dawn. He was in uh, Rich Man Poor Man, Any Which Way But Loose. Um, a lot of stuff. This guy worked a lot, but he was also in a lot of bad movies too. Obviously, this guy wouldn't say no to fucking cancer. No, no, or this role. But the and guy who didn't. plays the devil, dude, the boyfriend, looks like a, ah. a Jason. Jason Patrick. Patrick. He looks like Jason Patrick. Patrick. But he plays the guy in all the Underworld movies. Craven. Oh, he's so bad. Oh, yeah. He's a horrible actor. He only has 26 credits. uh, Wow. Yeah, he's in some movie called Spread. Something called Japan. Where he plays a character named Japan. Spread Japan. (laughs) He's in Book of Fire. He's in Lazarus as of last year. Not the, the terrible, terrible one. Where as opposed the, to that one, which is much worse. The, the one from like 2017, 15, something like that? Nope. With uh, Olivia Wilde, which she... Remember that? The Flatliners failed remake? Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, the, um, um... Oh, my God. I fuck. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. It's got a... Derek Glover or a... It's got the guy from The League. Peter from The League. Yeah. Um... Anyway, um, so Hold on, I'll, I'll find it right now. You, you keep going. Yeah, Frank is right. That's how it ends. He stabs in the chest, and then it's Jonathan Frakes doing voiceover for some reason. He goes, due to her her testimony, he was t- the, the the tattoo artist was let off. They dropped the charges. It's like, <laughs> why is he huh? okay? Hopefully, they show the part where he's still standing there, even though a needle for a, it's like the needle for a, a tattoo thing is this long. The Lazarus Effect. Lazarus Effect. Thank you. One of the worst movies ever made. It was bad. Ter- terrible movie. Oh. Dick and I voted fiction. Frank is just playing the odds at this point, because why bother? And he went fact. Now let's see. Or fiction returns. Now it's time to find out which of our stories tonight are inspired by actual events and which are total fiction. 
Now let's take a look back at the strange curse of the devil's tattoo. Was it fact tattoo or fiction? But please, please don't tattoo me. Shut up! Wes, pick up the needle. I'm craving. Is that better? The odd adventures of Count Dracula. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. It's doing it on its own. Oh my god! No! It's clearly moving a bunch. Did you think this one actually happened? If you did, we hooked you in. It's a work of complete fiction. Aha! Dick and I take a commanding lead over Frank. <laughs> <laughs> did I say fiction on that one? You did. I did? Thanks, okay, thanks for joining us. I, could, I uh, couldn't remember what I said on that one. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us. <laughs> I really can't remember. He's been studying this guy. Do you have a crush on the tattoo artist? Is that what's going I, on over there? You I, look I, at, respect, I respect his career because he's been on Best of the Worst a number of You're times. like William Smith nude. <laughs> William Smith nude anus. <laughs> Gaping anus, William Smith. No, that was the, that was the second to last movie he ever made. Gaping anus. Did you say Gaping best of the worst. Anus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, best of the worst. Okay, oh, so the next story, Dick, you or I are doing the, the Static Man story. Oh God, this one's so bad. Um, you do it. I don't want to deal with this one. I hate this one so much. Oh, Static Man. I just remember what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a See? white guy who looks like Anthony Edwards. We were calling what I call him, Carl Edwards. Yeah. And he is a busy businessman who is running a some some sort of company that tears down trees in the rainforest. There's a bunch of protesters. He just walks past them without any problems. Goes inside, gets confronted by an Indian who's from the rainforest. And then, and he's like, you better give up what you're doing. He's like, no, fuck you, old man. Eh, I don't like brown people. And he's like, you will be attacked by the thing you're doing or something like that. And then he throws the Kleenex in the trash, the, the Anthony Edwards dude, the Carl Edwards. And then it like goes right to his sleeve. And he's like, I have a business meeting with the Japanese. And he goes in the other room. <laughs> and he sits down, and this two Japanese guy, and I correctly predicted the other Japanese guy got no lines. They did not let him speak at all. They don't want to pay him the extra it. 50 bucks. Yeah, couldn't afford that. They were not going to do it. And he has a meeting where he's like, oh, pulls the Kleenex off, puts it in his pocket, and he's like, Takes it. He's like, here's to our business meeting, and it, he has the ring, you know, the coaster for the beer on, or the champagne on the bottom of his glass. And he goes to his forehead, up to his forehead, and he's like, the Japanese guy is a dick and isn't like, hey, you have that in your forehead. He's just like, like he's ashamed of him, and he's just like, puts that down, puts it below his glass. It's like a pratfall thing. Like, I wanted like a fucking sac yakety sax to be playing the whole time. To get to blow his glass, and he's like, "Let's say we sign, we sign the contract for this business meeting of tearing up the, the rainforest before we even have dinner." And they're like, "We agree." And he he opens his briefcase, and the papers are like, and he's like, "Ah, let me grab it down here." And it's doing the same thing. He eventually pulls out the thing. It's and like Dick said, it's like liar liar. It's like one of those kind of movies. And he's like holding out the paperwork, and the, and the Japanese guy's ripping it out of his hands. And he's like. I will look at this later. 
sign later. Good, good day, sir. And it's like, why? He had no explanation. It was like a comedy moment from a sitcom, and he needed to have like a. Oh, I don't. I, my hand. I, I. You know. I just ate some syrup. Sorry, my hands are really. He didn't had nothing. He's just like, oh, blah, pure white panic at this point. And then he. Pure white. Yeah, and he goes outside and he meets up with the the Native American dude who's a Native South American. Dickery. Dickery, dickery that? doc. Is that your phone? I don't know. I turned off the sound. That was deafening. <laughs> it echoed for like seven seconds. I don't know why the sound. I have the sound off. Do you? It's completely off. I do. Uh-huh. No. Welcome to the you show. Hear the first, he, you hear the first one. Yeah, he... Uh, yeah, Fuck! <laughs> Blender. <laughs> ah! I should turn the light. Oh, I gotta do that trick for Frank. Where turn all the lights. Oh off yeah. And do that bit. That's a good that bit. Later. Yeah. Yeah. So he is like, uh, turn off this curse. It reminded me a lot of Thinner, Stephen King's Thinner. Only I love that movie and I love that main actor. This one yep. felt nothing. Nope. And he's got like papers stuffed right here, and he's yeah, got like a coat. It's and he's like, laughably bad. It's he's like. Just, like Looks like he's homeless. It's yeah. ridiculous. And he's like, turn it all off. And he's like, you're going to no. give up what you're doing and stop killing the rainforest? I can. It's my business. All right, well, fuck you then. And he walks seven feet away, and he's like, and all of a sudden, these pamphlets pop up that say, say the rainforest. And he's like, and they'll stick to him. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'll do it. I, I give it up. I'll save the rainforest. I totally changed my character based on the fact that pamphlets hit me in the face. <laughs> And then he's like, all right, if you turn your back, it'll come back. You have to turn and your he's back handing out pamphlets at the end. And he turned his whole company into a Save the Rainforest campaign and failed miserably. Lame. Because I don't know if you looked at the rainforest. Not working out so well. No. I, okay, Dick voted fiction. I voted fact. Frank Frankfurth down there voted fiction. Mm, okay. I think it might be fact. I voted, f- Okay. Let's let's tell my reasoning, and I I almost would go the other way except for the fact that you voted fiction. But because every '90s show or '90s like TV movie of the week had that the the environmentalist white man environmentalist storyline, every single one of them, Captain Fucking Planet existed during this time. And it was always the environmentalist did this, and he's the bad guy, and he gets his his comeuppance. That's why I wanted to vote fiction. But I, yeah. against my better judgment of that era, I still voted fact for literally no reason. You might be right, though, because that might, that might be the way to go for this show. Because, again, that all that shit with the paper didn't have to happen. Yeah. Just the guy had a business, an Indian said, you know, you should stop or I'll curse you. You're a crazy old man. He and felt weird during a business yeah, meeting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gave it up. Yeah. That's all that really had to happen for this story. That's it. And I think Frank just voted fiction <laughs> just because he voted folks fiction by... Yeah, I mean, it's just... Any particular reason you voted fiction? Because uh, static electricity doesn't attract paper. Yeah, okay. That's the whole point of the show is that but it's again, not logical. Would you, have, would you have two fictions in a row, though? That's the thing. Uh, yeah. They they did four fictions and then a fact that one time, remember? Did they really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 it's true. That was, oh, uh, that was, no, they had. That was a, 
Was it a Titanic episode? The first episode was two facts, one fiction, two more facts. Wow. And then it was three facts, one fiction, one fact. And then it was fact, fiction, fact, fact, fact. So four out of five, three times in a row. Wow. Okay. Episode 412 was four out of five were fact. Wow. Uh, the fifth episode we did, five of them, no, three and five. Three and two, sorry. So three fact, two fiction. The last episode we did was three fiction, two facts. So I feel like the further we go down, the more fiction they become. Yeah, there's a lot of facts of, involved. They're running out of factual stories to tell. You say that, but uh, we did episode four twelve, and four out of five were fact. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So there, right. there's, I do not go off that anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's no point. Okay, here we go. Maybe later in the season. I don't know if that's something Maybe. we can go off. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So you guys said fiction. I said fact for Static Man. Let's find out about Jonathan Frakes. What was your opinion of the man who was the victim of his own uncaring attitude about paper products? You got to break this curse. Only you have that power. How? Tell me how. I'll do anything. I already told you. You have to suck my dick. Just give me your word that you'll stop killing trees. I can't. Look at that authentic South American button-up shirt he's wearing. It's my work. Get this in a thrift store. Seriously, he's he's Carl Edwards. Paper prison. They get the Indian guy from Solomon Grosko's version. All right, I'll change. Or the guy from uh, the, the Indian dude from uh, One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest that throws the water fountain out the water he, I think out the he window. Was dead by, I think he was dead by this point. Was he? I think he's alive still. He showed up in an episode of It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Was yeah. he? Oh, okay. Yeah, him and Danny DeVito had a, reun- had a uh, little reunion there. Oh, shit. Is this okay. story too far? They literally did the scene. Did they really? Oh, yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Thanks, Chief. That's And he's running, Danny to be running out with his tiny little legs. Wow. wow, that's pretty good. All right. Our research shows absolutely nothing. This one never happened. Yeah! Fair enough. Rock and roll. All right. I won. <laughs> Frank Stick finally tied Jared. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pull ahead of him soon. Well, here's surprise guest Jared. You know what? Jared's <laughs> gonna be on next time we do this. Yeah, you got. You got so bring fiction. I got nothing. Dick got one. Frank got one. Jared got nothing as well. Jared's real behind now. He's so far behind. What is with that guy? So yeah. Dick by by proxy or by uh. You know, how the fuck do I say this? Why am I blanking on words? I'm trying to do the scorecard and do this. Uh-huh. Uh, you're you're left with the bloody hand. Good luck with that thing. All right. Not by proxy. By uh, uh, when you eliminate uh, everything else. Uh, um, uh, um, process um, of elimination. Process you're left of with the bloody hand. Yeah. Thank you. Bloody hand. Uh, it's a noir story <laughs> where uh, the detective was trying to figure out. Why a dead woman's been stabbed multiple times, and a man who stabbed her is dead on the floor. So he figured 
she's got a million dollar necklace on. He tried to steal the necklace. It's the husband. She died in a car accident three days prior. So in her will, she had the co the coffin made to a, a booby trap. So when he tries to steal the 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 uh, the necklace, she gets stung. You were in such a hurry to get through this thing. Oh, it's because that's all. Well, yeah, it's terrible. How about the and fact so that he talks like David Caruso? You know, you're you're ignoring all those little details that make this what, wonderful. Watch the live feed. <laughs> watch the Patreon. It's not. We haven't been on Patreon for yeah, so long. <laughs> Adam died, and Frank stopped contributing. There's no reason to be on Patreon. <laughs> you're so funny. <poor> <laughs> I deleted the whole platform. Yeah, he, had to, he has to buy a new engine. He can't afford Patreon right now. Yeah, that's it. They didn't solve the mystery, so it was basically two dead corpses, and they couldn't figure out what happened, and they assumed it was just uh, uh, a suicide. It was uh, you like that? a booby trap coffin, and you he like jumps that, off. Baby? That's it. All right. Um, so let's find out if it's fake or if not. <laughs> He's doing the, the Pink Floyd Stonehenges over there. <laughs> yeah. It, and then the, the scratches were the twist. The, the wife's hand scratched his face. And so they were trying to make a point of saying she was alive and her spirit came after him. But it's like, you already poisoned him. What's the extra scratch going to do? She You've already murdered him. He's dead. She did a fucking... National treasure amount of booby traps to this man. Yeah. Yeah, she has a little thing that comes out like a little viper, like and stabs yeah, him yeah. in the hand. And then she has a thing where he pulls it and he she pops up like a fucking jack in the box and Woo! throws her body at him. And yeah. she still was like, No, fuck that guy. And scratch, so scratch, so scratch. He was so pissed at her that he stabbed her fifty times. Six. That was it six. He said six. Okay. Who stabs a dead body six times? Yeah. That no 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 that you did it wrong. Stabbing a dead body six times to me that's overkill. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Sorry, that's how he did that show. So bad. That's how, that's how that show was done. Yep. Or stab six times after she was already dead. That's just too stab happy. Wow. There's lots of bad puns and. Yeah, bad dialogue you use for this show. So Normally, when it's dead people, it's just nails in their coffin. Wow! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got three terrible puns there. Choose your best. Uh, <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm gonna keep going. Um, Please don't. Sta stabbed multiple times after she was dead. Looks like this bitch was dead on her feet. No. <laughs> I hear the widow had a lot of cats. She must have had cat scratch fever. Wow! <laughs> Right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. We both did two. We're good. Frank, you want to do right. two? Are you good? I'm good. Let's Frank. find out if this is a I want Frank fact. to do two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out if this is in fact. I'm not, I'm fact not the virus. I'm not doing it. Okay. Uh, Dick and I did fact. Frank, you just went against the grain just to catch up. You did fiction. And that is a good good process when you're down all the points. Yep. Well, since there was just two fact. Uh, whatever they were in a row. Two fiction. Be, yeah, this would be true. Yeah. Uh, Dick, right now, you have 20. I have 17. Frank, four, along with Jared, a man who, I don't know if he's even real. Did I imagine him in a drunken stupor? I'd have no I idea. Think, I think he's, he's a myth. He's, he's a, a fragment of your man. Did I make the man up? 
Negative. Just like Grandpa Pedro. I want Jared back on, though, next time. Let him know. Because he was right. fun. He, he was a good uh, contributor. Didn't have a lot Jared. to say and just chimed in. And when he did, it was funny. So, Jared's good people. That's all you need. So let's go ahead and find out. Is this fact or fiction? I really, really hope it's... Tell me, number one. Fact. Let's hope there's a wife this petty. How did you judge the bizarre story of the wife who exacted revenge on her husband from her own coffin? Did this one happen? Hey, Ballard. Have you ever seen one like this before? Never. Why would anybody stick a knife in a corpse? Six times. And how did you... She's in the Russian part of South Africa, remember? <laughs> that was Why funny. up on the floor? Good question. She didn't just jump out of her coffin. Wow! What about the guy by the door? Well, my guess, there's probably poison entered through the wound in his hand. We'll know more after the autopsy. What is what? that accent? Go to look at the autopsy. Got poison in oh, his hand. Oh, and his is like an Irish... She's, she's, Polish. she's doing the fanatic, the oh. John Travolta fanatic British accent. Is it an Italian Irish? Poppycock. In his hand. Like he's doing that. He's she's doing the accent from Fran fanatic. No, that's Jewish Scottish. Oh, she's doing John Travolta's accent that you just mentioned, plus his yeah. accent from uh, the space movie, the. Oh, Babylon. Ba or, no, uh, Battle uh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Your favorite name was bartender. Your local, friendly local bartender. <laughs> oh and he throws off our, our host of Twilight Zone 2002. Battlefield Earth was a Scientology movie. Sure was. That's what I was trying oh, to say. Uh, I can't think of the word. Scientology. I saw that instead of going to my junior prom. You, may, you did the right thing. Because I was not allowed to go to my junior prom. But you're also a huge, huge, most people don't know this, huge Barry Pepper fan. I really am. You are a huge 69, Barry Pepper one of the greatest fan. movies ever made. 54? 69. Oh, he's in he 54 played. and 69 then. Is he in 54? I'm pretty sure he's in 54, right? No, that was Ryan Phillippe. I know that, but I thought he had a smaller role in that movie. No, that was Mike Myers. I want to suck your cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's Studio 54. All right, here we go. According to our research, reports of this story actually exist. A similar yeah! event took place in Europe around the time. Fuck you, Frank. Time. You're never going to pass him. Woo! I knew it. There's two goofy <laughs> to be done through. All right. So, with this being fact. Oh! It was too specific. It, it hurts to be this good at this show. It's so pathetic. This is the only talent. You're only three ahead of me. Shut the fuck up. Getting beyond belief factor <laughs> fiction correct. What a gift. <laughs> Some people can play the piano like a savant. Yeah, you can figure out beyond belief. Some people can paint a can paint a scene. You find a way to make scene. money off this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All you have set. to do is look it up. <laughs> Not even the answers to the stories. Just look up the answers to the episodes. Just memorize them. Yeah. If there was a category for like the most nonsensical fucking shit to know, it'd be this. <laughs> That's what makes this game fun. God damn. Okay, so, Frank, it's your turn for Where Have All the Heroes Gone? The cowboy one, if that helps. God, I almost forgot that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what do I say about it? I mean, Set some up. asshole 
um, who who used to star in westerns dies and in the fifties. When these two other assholes start robbing his house on the then, day of his funeral. Yeah. And I guess he's buried outside his house, which is weird. Yeah. Um, then they go in, and the one's like a fanboy, and swooning over everything. And then the, and then you know Roy Rogers comes out and tells them they shouldn't be doing what they're doing, and then uh, then they run away. That's about it. Yeah. They they go to steal his silver saddle, and the guy is so meth head out. He goes, "We can melt this down and sell the silver for so much money." I'm like. Sell the fucking saddle. Are you kidding me? He's a major star, according to this episode. Silver's not worth jack shit. I mean, sell the. <sighs> no, silver is high right now. Right now, in 2022. Yeah. This is 1957. 1957. <laughs> but the point is. That's why they made silver out of it. <laughs> like, I know memorabilia is not what it is now, but that still would be worth a lot of money then. Yeah. You find the right person. You have to really search around. There's not like a fucking Craigslist to, to get. You know, random uh, fuck my wife posts and and HJs and parking lots, but you can definitely sell a saddle or two on there. So they had to like search around by making random phone calls, but take the initiative, guys. Come on. So I do want to point out, J. Michael Ferguson plays the guy who looks like Bill Paxton's son. He is in thirty. He has thirty-seven credits to his name. He's in Charmed. He's in his main credit is Return to Sender, where he plays Governor's Aide. And then he's in a little thing called let me pull it up. Sex Cells, the making of something something. And I found it here. The making of Touche. And this looks fascinating. Is that John Lithgow on the camera? It looks like uh John Cleese. I don't know. John Cleese. It's Bill Sutherland, apparently. Oh, wow. So he's like fucking 13 Ooh. deep. Two, four, six, eight, nine. He's nine deep. So he's nowhere like his fellow co-star who's in a lot of good no. movies. No. His co-star, though, we recognize immediately as, as Flea's younger brother. The guy's yes. in 65 things, but they're all like 8 good. Mile, Den of Thieves, Book of Eli, Jarhead. He's in Night uh, TV Better series. Better Bob. <laughs> yeah, he's in Midnight Text. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you recognize him from. Uh, Graceland TV show. Houdini and the Million Ways to Die in the West. Criminal Minds. Um, you just said 8 Miles, Cheddar Bob. That's all you need is that. Yeah. Well, the Book of Eli is all you really need. Yeah. He's in Rescue see. Dawn. You go Lucky You. Mr. 3000 with Bernie Mac. Oh, my God. He's in... Fuck the 313. ER, an episode, The Others, whatever that is. Nash Bridges, so he worked with Cheech. That's good to know. Yeah, and Don Johnson. And he's in, okay, I thought it was three, but this is also a listing of this individual episode. So he's in two of mm. these. Walker, Texas Rangers, one of his first roles, so he worked with him. You know, he worked with. The great Chuck Norris. All you need is Chuck Norris in your resume, right? Yeah, that's all I said. Pacific Blue, Felicity. But he's in a bunch of stuff. You recognize this man. Uh, he's a worker. He's in a ton of stuff. Well, he's, in, he's got that look. He could be an evil biker rapist or an evil white supremacist rapist. Yeah. He could also be a apparently some 41 rapist, according to this episode, because this is this episode and is I, from uh, July 28th of 2000. Wow. Yeah. 
So a, a, wow, it's the next decade, and therefore he had to cut his hair out right after this. After some 41 was done, he's like, oh, shit. How time flies. Right? This is 22 years ago, guys. Wow. The people on my Facebook page right now uh, are talking about our 20th anniversary, which is this year for high school. And I'm like, okay. Okay, let's do this. Uh, my mind, we don't give a shit. Well, you're past it. it. You two guys are past it. Well, I know. They, they never did it. We never had one. Yeah. Th- 25 makes more sense to me than 20. We had an 11th year one. Yeah, we had one at 11, yeah. 11? It, well, because they didn't do a 10th, and we only had, like, literally about 10% of the of the class showed up. We had a 10-year, and I went to it, and it was, like, at a barn by beside a lake, and it was, like, all these, you know, paps and bush light. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? Like, what are <laughs> we doing? You went back to high school for your crash. You I never hung out at places years. like that in high school. I it sounds go. like a high school party. We would drive to a city and hang out. I don't know. Maybe but that, again, that's people who live there still. They're throwing those right. parties. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, I could care less about my high school. So yeah. where have all the heroes gone? Well, you guys live close to your high schools, don't you? I both, do. Both of you. Yeah. How close do you guys live to your high school, miles wise? Oh, fucking six. Yeah, about ten. Maybe eight. I'm like 2,600 miles from my high school. Yeah, you're in another state. I'm across the fucking country. Yeah, so there you go. Congratulations. I never paid attention to who was in high school with me. So people commenting, I'm like, who the fuck? You know, you were never. I'm like, no, I kind of remember a human like you. It's me and Stiggy. It's not because I thought I would be better than them. It's just like I knew I'm not going to be here. The second I graduate, I'm the fuck out of here. And I'm like, I'm no, I don't care. I'm superior. No, I don't care. But six miles, really, Dick? Frank, Roughly, maybe five. Frank, what was your answer? Ten. Ten. You know what? I'll find out right now. I don't even want to. Like, oh my god. It's gonna be sad. It's gonna be real sad. It's gonna make me cry. I got away from it for a time. I'm going to look up how exactly how many miles I am. I am uh, 1,953.2 miles from my high school right now. That's deep. if you drive. As opposed to? Flying. Oh, I thought you meant like underground. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. If you travel as, as a, some sort of subterranean creature, <laughs> it's definitely if a lot quicker. If you were a graboid. <laughs> yeah. Graboids, uh, it's going to be a lot longer because you fight Kevin Bacon for a while and lose. But <laughs> you fight Burt Gunner for a while <laughs> for several sequels. Now, uh, if you're a graboid. <laughs> and somehow in the Arctic. I don't know how that works. Yeah. All right, I, I, I in the Old the West exact, and Burt Gunner's still there. <laughs> the exact measurement, 3.5 miles. Oh, my God. Yeah. 3.5 miles. And what's funny is when I went to high school, I lived like 25 miles away. I lived down the country. Wow, on your almond farm. Well, we didn't have the almond farm then, and that was Grandpa's oh. almond ours. Oh, okay. You weren't there yet? It's gone now. We yeah, you told me that. Yeah, you sell now. to the man. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, let's find out. Uh, Dick and Frank voted fact. I voted fiction. 
I also wrote a note that I called this uh, Cowboy Hero. I wrote Gas Comers. What was his real name? I don't even know. I don't know. It was... Oh, God. What the fuck? Lash Connors. Lash Connors. Oh, Lash Connors. And we were joking that he might have a... The ghost might... Dick said the ghost might have been his... uh, you know, secret Hollywood gay boyfriend living in the back. Yeah, for sure. Why don't you get out of here, okay? Or stay. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, walk in the Zeds. Oh, that's in the do next you, episode. Do you want to sit on a saddle? <laughs> it's silver. You're looking at it, it hurts. If you push a button, it goes... You're going to get stabbed with something. You're going to get stabbed. Okay, let's find out. You guys said... You guys said fact, I said fiction. This one's a wild card. I really have no yeah. clue what this could be. I don't know why I said fiction. There's no logic. You might be right. I think you might be right. What did you make of the mysterious ghost of the cowboy hero who returned to set two young men on the right path? Fact or fancy? The window's closed. Who closed the window? I mean, I never touched it. They look like they're out of Titus. What is happening? That's the price it wasn't a guest star on Titus. I wish he just had his dick hanging out there between <laughs> under his chaps. Chap, that's all he's got on his chaps. Yeah, that's it. Thank Welcome you. to hell. <laughs> it's heaven for me. Welcome to West Hollywood. <laughs> this story was actually based on a similar event that took place <laughs> during the 1950s. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! I took a I took a leap on that one. You see that? You see it was too similar to the. Superman Fuck you, story. Jared. <laughs> yeah, look, Frank's ahead now. No, he's not. No, I mean Frank's head over here. Oh, no, Frank's. Oh, oh, fuck! I'm wrong. God damn it! Yeah, I got excited thinking I said the other one. No, you were wrong. I know I'm wrong. (laughs) Now I realize that. Yeah, that's all right. You passed Jared finally. Good job, guys. Good job, Frank. Yeah. All right, I will discuss war surplus. Jared. This will take me five (laughs) seconds. And man, I really thought I voted the other way on that one. Well, again, it. that one was so ridiculous. It could have went either way so easily. Like, they could have just said, nah, it's based on the Superman when he shot himself, and there was maybe a ghost of George Reeve somewhere. And yeah. It, no. Well, it was... He didn't kill himself. There's a whole movie about it. Okay? Yeah. It's so he, no, but he, he did <laughs> kill himself. That's what happened. There's a whole movie about it with Ben Affleck, okay? Yeah, he did kill himself. That was the conclusion. Oh, I didn't see the movie because I'm a person. It's actually, not, it's actually not a bad movie. Yeah, I will never watch it. That's a good movie. Because they want me in a red fucking suit. <laughs> That's the movie that brought Ben Affleck back. Like, that that movie is what's... You could say that about movie. seven movies and it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Reindeer Games. No, Reindeer Games is what... And then it was Geely. Geely really fucked him up. And then he came back, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> he's got a roller coaster career. It's fun." Because "Live by Night" was a piece of shit. His only directed movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not a piece of it. 
<coughs> not very good. The town is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love the town. Love Gone Baby Gone. Argo's good. Argo's good. Somehow won Best Picture. Because Hollywood gives awards to itself when it's making itself look good. And, that's yeah, that's why that I followed the that's fucking artist. All, yeah, that's all that was. Okay, so War Surplus is our last episode. It's a it's a young couple. She's bitching at him about not giving her enough money. Venus de Milo. She's Venus de Milo Thompson. I have her name. Yes, that's correct. Venus de Milo Thomas. Thomas. Who is in? Her name is Venus de Milo Thompson, or Thomas. Sorry. <laughs> She's I, in Salute Your Shorts, me, Family Matters, Sister Sister, and Life, which I fucking love. This movie. Me thinks it's a fake name. Yeah, you think Veronica Mars, uh, the Bold and the Beautiful, are eighteen episodes. Oh, well, that's a She's in thing. season one, episode three thousand eight hundred and eleven. Shit. God damn. The Hughleys, which is a fun show. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, she's only in six episodes, five episodes of Family Matters, though. It's Casey. Salute your short. She's in twenty six episodes, so she was an actual cast member of that show. Parker Lewis can't lose, Dick. We always bring that oh, show up. Wow. My so-called life. There you oh. go. Two episodes of that. Wow. Um, she was what, uh, lately. What she's doing? Joint waitress in life. I don't remember. She's in Frost, which is completed. Wait. Which is this? There's a wolf involved with a zombie. Is Uh-oh. that a zombie Jessica Biel? What am I looking at here? Doesn't look like Jessica Biel. It does look like. Looks like her. When hell freezes over. No, Vernon Wells. Oh, God. It's the Vanny Pym. Vernon Wells is dead. Shadow as the wolf. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Vernon Wells is um, the guy from... uh... That's the wolf who played Ghost. Vern Troyer's dead, Dick. That's who you're confusing him with. He's from Commando, Rogue Warrior, Weird Science, Inner Space. That's Ghost from Game of Thrones. I have a question. Is Inner Space an underrated movie? Yes. It's, it used to always be on like T or ABC or USA, one of those channels. Good old Joe Dante. It used to always be on though. Martin Short, Dennis Quaid. Yep. yep. That's a fine movie. Is The Boy season three out? Nah, soon. Soon. I haven't seen a single second of that show. June but 5th. This woman worked with the Urkel. Come on. Anyway, she's bitching at him about not making money. He's like, I'll make money, I'll, I'll think of a way, I'll figure it out. And then he slams on his brakes while they're going six and a half miles an hour on the, on the parking side of the street. <laughs> he parked in a spot on the road. And, and it, he's... You expect like a... Right. Skid yeah. marks, but instead he goes... Err! And he stopped. That's I my dad. I would have ran the guy over. Yeah, that... No, Frank, of course. But, well, he wasn't a parked car. You would have been fine. I've never hit a parked car. Where does this come from? <laughs> I thought you said you were five park cars. No, I never hit any car. It was always oh. a tree or something. Oh, okay. Frank. Or people. Think. You've what? never hit a park car before? Were you in the car with him? No. You told me you hit a park car once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. I was going to say, you told me like two years ago, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. You hit a parked car. Is it true or not? Did you hit a parked car? Yeah. Okay. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. 
I didn't see that. I didn't see it. My friend used to fall asleep, my friend from high school, he used to fall asleep while driving, which is a really bad habit. I don't know if you know that or not. Similar I'm to aware. And he had his trunk full of pots and pans for his, his mom. <laughs> and he crashed the car, never woke up, and died. No, he, he's still alive. Sorry. Uh, no, he, he, he woke up and the, to the guy yelling at him, like, you hit my fucking parked car. Like, what? And his pots and pans were all over the street. <laughs> they just went, shh. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know how I lived. Like, it was a cast iron. They went through the windshield. I don't know how I lived. <laughs> hey, you want to see something meta? He's like, I was so asleep that it, nothing fazed me. This is the live stream right now. Oh, God. This is un, un, the unbearable weight of massive or unlistenable podcasts. That's right. Okay, so the, he sees his dad in Army Surplus or an army attire. He, he see he, and his girlfriend doesn't see him. And he gets out of the car, chases him inside the surplus store and they go, they running, they're running wild in there. Like it's the scene from splash or something or mannequin rather. And they're chasing around in there and they're like, Oh my, and it's like two fucking aisles. And one of them is like a weird zombie mannequin. What the fuck was that thing? What was that? That's creepy. That's creepy. That's creepy. That's real scary. And then he, he sees a parachute that's all the way to the ground, and he walks in there, and he goes, huh, and he goes, Dog! Sucks up to the ceiling, because he saw his dad's shadow. We got Zed working in the back. It looks like Zed's rape factory. Uh, <coughs> and then he follows back, and he sees his dad's army attire with his name on there. What what rank was he, Frank? I'm not good at ranks. Sergeant first class. Okay. So he, he looks in the pocket, he sees a paperwork, and immediately... I knew what the fuck it was. I was wrong on exactly what it was, but it was the same idea. He left. He got an insurance policy on his mom, who recently died, for $100,000. And they cash it out with interest. Which, an insurance policy does not know what interest is. It's not a fucking loan. Why would they pay interest? That, no. And like, what do you, what do you, what do you spend five bucks on $100,000? He died in 1990. He bought it yeah. the day or like a month before he died. They said, like right before he left. But if anything, they should have got one on him going to war and all. You know why they wouldn't have interest on it? So you don't hold out for 20 fucking years and pay get the fucking thing cashed. Exactly. Why yeah. would they? I've never heard. It pisses me off. I'm sorry. It's just a stupid bit. It makes no sense. No. Frank and I cannot get past it. Dick is very <laughs> indifferent. I mean, I did, I did call it that his dad was dead the whole time. Oh yeah, well yeah, clearly when he saw his ghost walk in front of the car, yeah, that'll do it. Well, I said he died in the war and all in the nineties. Yeah, I thought I thought they said ninety one, but maybe that was just you that said ninety one. Well, yeah, I said ninety one. Ah! That's okay. when Dead Storm was. Yeah, so he died yeah. in ninety. It, well, he had the Sandys on, so episode sucks. It's boring. It doesn't go anywhere. And he gets money. It's one of those ones that involves money, so therefore I voted fact. Anything that involves money, I just vote fact. Frank, you also voted fact. Dick, you're the holdout saying fiction. All right. Stand by it. I'm going to go down a bunch of points here, aren't I? Shit. All right. What did you make of the tale of the young... I need to catch up, because right now it's <laughs> 21 to 19. Ooh. Oh, I did the wrong thing in the last episode. Sorry. There. 22 to 18. 
Am I right there? You said fact in the last episode. No, we both said fact. No, yeah, no, the last one, you, I said fiction. Okay, oh. yeah, I got it right. Okay. I forget that I'm first you, on this sheet, but you're You started second. going against Dick because of me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good, it's logical. Young man who saw the image of his late father going fact, into the fact, war service. Fact, fact, fact. Dad! Look at that thing. Where are you? <laughs> Dad. It has like the Nightmare on Elm Street metallic noise Dad in the background. Does, yeah. This story of a young man whose college education was paid for Fuck by it's the fiction. unexplainable appearance of a ghost is inspired by an actual event. Ah! A young man in the Midwest in the early 90s. Frank. Oh, that's pretty, that's Yay. Pretty pretty bad so were you able to accurately label what was truth and what was falsehood tonight kind of or did the two concepts seem to blend into one yes when we hold them up to the light fact and fiction seem to have the same face a face that fits the description beyond belief i'm jonathan fricks the story entitled dick you only got one wrong tonight based that one first-hand research conducted by i got three right frank got three right factor fiction this is don lafontaine See that's the thing. Like that was the thing. It, it's the just the the basic thread is the truth. Like it yes. happened to a guy in the Midwest. So white guy, soldier. They found it. Found a army surplus. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Army surplus. Were you including story. the fact that they're black in this episode against the storyline? Well, that's gonna throw you off in the fiction. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, Why does that story? impact your decision making at all? Because they're black, they're liars. No, 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 no. What the fuck? No, because it was probably this. He found like a guy in the Midwest found his dad's insurance policy in a drawer of the house that they used to own, and it was like that's it. And then they just made up the soldier shit. They announced. They announced at the end what they found. No, he just said it was in the Midwest, having the Midwest. That was that was his surmise. I couldn't hear what he said. He just said it's based on a story of a man who found something in the Midwest similar to this. But like they, they don't go into details at all. Somebody's coming. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I jumped way ahead. Somebody's coming. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria is inspired by an actual event. Okay, here we go. It happened to a young man in the Midwest in the early 90s. Oh, right after this. Right after this. So, were you able to accurately label... They say it. There's nothing after this, Frank. Yes, there is. Don LaFontaine said it. Oh, did the two concepts seem to blend into one? When we hold them up to the light, fact and fiction... It's bullshit. ...seem to have the same face. A face that fits the description... Beyond belief. I'm Jonathan Fricks. The story entitled War Surplus is true based upon first-hand research conducted by author Robert Trelins for Beyond Belief Factor. That's, that's literally all he says. Singles out that one story. I couldn't hear yeah. him. I'm just saying. Well, no, that's what I mean. It's like it probably was a guy like in the Midwest. He found something in a drawer, and it was like a let. It was the insurance policy, and oh, there's the story, and he just write a fiction around it. 
It's just like, who do we got? Who do you know that could work on Tuesday? Uh, I got Venus. Venus can work on Tuesday. Okay, let's get her in for this part. We'll ride around her and make it work for her. So, after seven episodes of this show... Uh, I've been around for seven. Dick, you've been around for seven. Frank, you've been you've done three point five, which is half wow. as many as us. It's amazing. Dick has twenty two. I have nineteen. So we separated ourselves Ooh. by another point. Yep. Uh, Frank has six. Fuck you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jared has four. Next I time, the, I, I want Jared on. I, I went three for five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. And I totally abandoned what I would have picked. <laughs> because all you want to do is go fiction, 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 fiction. This is bullshit. No. All of it lost. This show was never real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that, I don't blame you on that that theory, but you have to yeah. suspend your own prejudices. I'll it, always remember that Roadhouse was based on a true story. Yeah. So Fargo wasn't, even know. though they lie to you about it. No, Argo is based. Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, Fargo and Argo. Argo is a true story. Fargo and I said Fargo. Story. I know, but it's like, <laughs> we were talking about Argo earlier. The big difference between based and uh, the other one is um, inspired. Yeah. Right, exactly. But they don't, they don't no, care about it. No, they that. also don't have to tell you the truth. They're not like legally bound to tell you this, this no, is a factual story. Not, they're not selling something. No. <laughs> It's not the FDA in charge of the shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so our next episode is next week on the. Uh, oh no, I can't be here on the seventh. So we have to change the date on that because UFC. I'm going to UFC here in Phoenix next week. So maybe we'll do Friday or Sunday. Which day works better for you guys? Sunday. Uh, either day. Sunday's fine. Wait, uh, next Sunday. Yes. May 8th? Yes. Um, yeah, 6 o'clock should be fine after 6. Okay. It'll after be Friday, that. It'll be Inside Number 9 and Beyond Belief. Fact okay. or fiction. Sounds good. Okay, so until next time, and in the meantime, I'm second place, Phoenix West. Dick Dick with the first in his fucking fists. <laughs> you can say third place now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Jared. Say it. Third place, bitch. Third place, Frank Lakes. <laughs> so <laughs> long, <laughs> citizens. Oh, yeah.